With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Yeah, we're back for another week of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. And, uh, Brendan, we, we're kind of going to round up a little bit of uh, Michigan. Uh, we're not going to talk a long time about Michigan because I think we're all pretty excited about this week, uh, the, the road no. course at Daytona. No. You're going to be racing there. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so let's just hit on Michigan real quick. Um, Kevin Harvick dominated both days. We did see a little bit of a resurgence of Kyle Busch. We saw a couple of teammates take each other out on Sunday or, or a teammate or a guy take his own teammate out. on. And they might have been the only two guys that had anything for Harvick other than maybe Denny late at the very end of the race. But, um, you know, my thought on Michigan is that, okay, we're not going to run another track like that the rest of the year. Yes, Harvick dominated, but now it's time to move on. Well, I mean, you know, from the betting standpoint, you know, you look first, I mean, Kevin Harvick was, was the favorite, plus 400. We talked about it. The chalk was at the top. He was top three at plus 115. Uh, Brad Kay was plus 200 on the Saturday race, we're talking right now, and plus 225 for Martin Truex Jr. as a top three. I'm surprised about Martin Truex Jr., honestly. And he's uh, third both days. Third both third days. Both days. And, and I had, I was poo-pooing him a little bit, saying that you know he, he wasn't going to do well there, so that was good for him. Kyle Busch did have a resurgence, went for the win. You know, gave gave a gave a shot for the win on Saturday, didn't get it. And what we notice on the top ten on Michigan that I first thing I noticed though is guess who had his top ten streak end? Eric Almarola. Yeah, was uh, completely kind of out to lunch both yeah, days. Not, well, um, he came back the second, you know, to finish uh, uh, sixth on Sunday. Did he end up sixth? Yeah, okay, but, but that was a rally. Late, but he he started on the pole on on Saturday. Saturday, and then disappeared like that. So, I mean, he was, it was, it was definitely tough going, but Denny Hamlin's still strong. Kyle Busch resurgence, the, the, uh, Penske cars with Blaney and, and Joey Logano were great. Uh, Brad Keselowski was the only guy that even maybe could have done something. Well, I think Ryan Blaney had a great car. I think Ryan Blaney on Sunday had a real legitimate chance to yes. win. And then, you know, Brad and Brad admitted, you know, he overdrove. The it, they, he made a mistake. It's it, it. Look, we're not infallible, but he did say, Hey, I'm sorry. I overdrove, made a mistake. It happens. It, it own up to it. And, and on did. Sunday, you still had Joey Logano in the top 10 and Matt Benedetto back in the top 10. So Penske was still strong. Like you said, the two took themselves out. Um, Kurt Busch with two 10th place finishes. Honestly, probably the best that team's run consistently 
for a couple weeks. So that was kind of nice to see. Um, Austin Dillon with a great top 10 on that on, on Sunday too, which, you know, kind of came out of, he was running okay Saturday, got into a wreck that wasn't his own making, right? but he still wasn't running top 10. So that was kind of neat seeing Chase Elliott, still the best Chevy in the field so far, ninth and seventh, two days in a row. Yeah. And Chase Elliott actually had a pretty strong car. He looked a lot better on Sunday, on Sunday. I thought, than, it, yeah. than he did on Saturday, but he had a better finish Saturday, but he looked stronger Sunday. All right. All right. We got Michigan in the rearview mirror this week. It's going to be, I guess it's the most uncharted waters that probably that these NASCAR guys have ever Love been in. Uh, we're going to the road course at Daytona. Now, the reason we're going to be on the road course in Daytona is because the Watkins Glen race, they could not get cleared to race at Watkins Glen because of the uh, some government restrictions in the state of New York. So NASCAR is going to go run this road course. Now, there's going to be no practice. There's going to be no qualifying. It's going to be drop the green flag and go. And you're going to be in the race I am starting Sunday. chunk of the field uh, for those watching on VSIN. It's starting Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, it is a short, considerably a short race, and I think everybody loved that at Michigan. By the way, two and a half hours or something, two hours, fifteen minutes. Fans really been clamoring. That was pretty 300 nice. Three hundred mile races were yep. good. I agree. So a two hundred thirty-five mile race at Daytona. We will have some fans, but like you said, a track that nobody has been on in a stock car. A track that you know. I was listening to Kevin Harvick on the way here on Sirius XM, and he was saying how much time he spent in the sim with Rodney. Now, normally the sim, when we talk about sims, Jeff, uh, the drivers or when you fans hear the name sim, don't think of your computer laptop at home. Right. I mean, they got mounted steering 35, wheels. No, no. Yeah. $35 million. It's your seat, your steering wheel, your settings, and they they get to go in the sim. And if you're watching the VEASAN stream, you're seeing the you know a, a, a track. Well, well, here we go. Map going on. Take us take us for a lap around the road course. Tell everybody, I mean, just from the time you're going to pull off pit road to start the race. That was that was turn one going into the little S that is turn two. This is the first horse you turn three. You got it. This is really key because it's a long straightaway to the kink. Now, one of the things we're not going to know right now in an LMP car, a GT car, you know you can flat foot this kink. But we don't know on a stock car, at least without the sim, I don't know. Can I flat foot the kink as I go through that? That's really tough. Then heavy braking, really difficult corner of the second horseshoe. Um, you see how the, it tracks out to driver's left? That's not easy right there. This, though, is key. The turn on to oval turn one. Longest straightaway of the, of the sport right now. Longest straightaway of the race. You've got to get a good run through that to get the power down. Because the faster you get the power down, Jeff, the faster you're going to be able to get past a guy and get into the braking zone, which is way down here. Now, this is where it's going to get very interesting. Sports cars, all of us that have raced, we break at the 100 marker. On the outside here, you're going to see some markers on the wall. They're going to say five, four, three, two, one. Here they come. They're, they're, it stands for feet. So it's 500 feet, 400 feet, 300 feet, 200 feet till you get to the corner. In an LMP car, I was lifting at 100 feet. In a stock car, I'm probably going to lift at the 700 foot mark. You're going to break down into the chicane. Jeff, all you're doing is organize chaos. Get in there, tap the brake, get the car set, let it slide back, get it where it, you can just get through there, get back on the gas. And you got to get out of that at good because once again, Jeff, another long straightaway. You got to be good on the long straightaways. You're going to go into oval turn three. Now this is where they have changed 
a portion of the race course to what we all know. They've added a chicane on the front straightaway. Which is going to be off turn four, correct? So once yep. you get onto the flat or somewhat flat? Once, once you get on the flat, so if, if you're watching the VSIN live stream, you can see it right now. We come off of oval turn four. We're going to dive to driver's left. And all we're doing is just like the Charlotte Roval. It's a 90 and a 90. So here you go. Braking zone, heavy braking, going to be really fast. Grab him. Hard right turn right here. That's in the rain in a streetcar, very slow. And then back on to a hard left turn, back onto the oval. And I guess we were doing be, 200 if you, if you miss the chicane, oh, you're going to have to come to a complete stop, correct? So what they've told us is if you miss either the back straightaway chicane, and, and if we put up this on VEASAN, if we put, there's the track map that we talk about when we're talking to our crew chiefs. If you miss either the back straightaway chicane or the front straightaway, you must come to a complete stop. Okay. Same and way the bus stop is at Watkins Glen. Same way the bus right. stop at Watkins Glen. Same way many tracks that we race have a penalty zone. Must, but don't California stop it. Don't, you know, don't Hollywood stop, do the slow roll. You must come to a stop and get going. The problem, why they added turns 13 and 14 on this map are because we were doing 200 miles an hour going into turn one. And NASCAR just said, that is way too fast for a stock well, car. Well, I mean, it is Daytona. Turn. We know what kind of speed you can get at Daytona, and these are stock cars. Yes, and it's the 750-horsepower motor. All right, so I think some of probably maybe the, the the fans at home that are not diehard race fans, and even if you are a big NASCAR fan, but especially for the betters out there, we know right now that we race typically in a year. We race at Sonoma, we race at Watkins Glen, and we race on the Roval at Charlotte. So if people are trying By to, the way, if I hear anybody call this the Daytona Roval, <laughs> I will come across that radio and slap you in the face. Uh, it looks like they actually are calling it a, just the road course. That's uh, what it is. So it is a road course. It's the Daytona International Speedway road course. Okay. All right. Semantics aside, is there anything that that we can take from past results at any of those three tracks and apply it to what we're going to see this weekend? So solid road racers are solid road racers. The problem that I have with Sonoma and Watkins Glen, our two traditional road courses, is that they've won what I call NASCARized. They've taken all the penalties out. Take turn one at Watkins Glen, the easiest glaring example. Turn one at Watkins Glen used to be a gravel pit on the outside, right? Famous Jimmy Johnson wreck in Xfinity. He cleared the gravel pit. Um, what they've done now is they've paved a 40-acre field there. So if you may, you can go down to that turn now and miss that corner by 20 yards. You're going to lose positions, but you're probably not going to have you the record. You don't even lose coming. positions Sometimes anymore. You, you might even but, pass people now. But you're not going to have the record coming to pull you out of the yes. kitty litter. So you've made it where it's not important to be a very fine-tuned road racer. Same thing at Watkins Glen off the carousel. When you come off the carousel, they've paved everything to driver's left. So now we don't even aim for the rumble strips. We aim 20 feet behind the rumble strips. That's not, that's not a fine-tuned road race course. This is a fine-tuned road race course. There are penalties for mistakes. When you go into that horseshoe area, that we call them the double horseshoes, if you look at the track map, turns turn three, three and turn and five, turn five right. they're basically horseshoes. If you make a mistake going into three, there's penalties. There's grass. If you make a mistake trying to come off of turn three on the exit, you have a little bit of rumble strip and grass. So there's penalties if you make these mistakes now. I've got to look at, you asked me this before we came on air as I came screeching in in the blaze of glory. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brennan got here about 30 seconds before we were on air started. today. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> and I'm wearing fancy armbands. Sorry, I, look, I got my fancy colors. Um, if you make a mistake, it, it's got penalty. I'm going to look at guys that maybe have done some Road America, some Laguna Seca, maybe Mid-Ohio in the Xfinity Series. I'm going to look at guys that have been to 
road races, road courses that I know of. And in NASCAR, we know maybe Mid-Ohio, but it, but Montreal. But a lot of these cup guys, even though they may have raced Road America or Mid-Ohio when they were in the Xfinity Series or the Truck Series, a lot of these guys, it's been a long time. Long time since they've now, done maybe it. Maybe a Chase Elliott, it hasn't been as long as it has, say, for Martin Truex Jr. Yes. Or, and I don't even know if Kevin Harvick's raced at any of those places. I don't think he has. But you, I look at the guys that have some road racing experience and say it does give them an advantage. Absolutely. That's why, why do you think, Jeff, we added this to the Beard Oil schedule when it came out because there is an advantage to have a guy that knows how to road race. That being said, these kids where we were talking before we went to the track map, these simulators, Kevin, normally when they go to the simulator, the crew chief goes and he types in the change on the computer and says, you know, okay, this is going to be less, more rear spring. You drive it and give the feedback. Now this was for the drivers to say, okay, they're guessing on the track grip in the computer. They're saying, hey, it looks like I can get to the 700, the 600, the 300, the 500. It's giving these drivers a marked advantage over the disadvantage that they had. So in the old days, you'd have to watch a video of Boris said, you know, and, and study it. Now they go into a $30 million simulator, which I am sure that Alex Bowman, Eric Jones, Denny Hamlin, uh, Kyle, but I'm sure these guys, Jeff, have been spending the last two weeks in the simulator on this race. Well, and and you got to believe at least for the Cup guys, they're gonna watch. They're gonna watch the Arca oh, yeah. race on Friday, the Xfinity race on Saturday, and they're probably gonna be sitting there watching that truck race on Sunday before you guys go out there and race. And they're gonna be looking at every nuance. Uh, listen, of all three. You know, of those you know how big a deal it is. I'm sponsoring Andy Lally in the Xfinity race. He's got a good starting spot for some Yeah, he's starting uh, because they did it off the formula of owner's points, finish at Road America, and fast lap at Road America. Oh, well, there you go. So Andy gets to start sixth, but I sponsored Andy with, with my chemical company to run these races because Andy, after that Xfinity race on Saturday, is going to come by and give me his notes and give me all the things that he had that he did in that race where he said, okay, this is going to be, you know, apex here in turn three. Let it roll out to here, double apex it, single apex it, trail break it, break at the sevens. All right. So all I'm right. using him as a, all as right. a so, coach. So that's a question I want to ask you then. Has NASCAR said what, how much time they're going to allow you guys to work on the car before the race? Because obviously you may have one idea before that race on Saturday, and after that race is over, there could be some dramatic changes you want to make to the car. Is NASCAR going to give you that opportunity to work on the car? Well, yeah, because we don't go through tech until Sunday. Okay. So you can do anything you want to, although the cars, when are the, the haulers parking? The, they park Saturday night. Saturday night. But okay. they but we don't go through inspection until Sunday morning. So, so the car isn't even rolling off the truck until Sunday morning. No. So what's going to happen is the Penske Motorsports, the the Gibbs Racing, uh, all the teams that have an Xfinity-affiliated program, a Hendrick Motorsports with Junior, they're going to be watching that intently, taking all that data that they're allowed to get. They're going to look at it. The drivers are going to give their feedback. They're going to take it in, plug it into those war rooms that Richard Childress let everybody see a couple weeks ago on television. If you watch that, that was really cool. And they're going to put all that data in and say, okay, the drivers are going to say, Yep, we think we can get to here or here. We're all going to have that information. And for the Beard Oil team, I've got I I basically created Andy Lally to do it. And so I'm uh, he there. There's nobody better in our sport. Well, and what we've seen, I guess, if you just want to go back to last year, 
we've really seen two drivers, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., seem to have kind of kind of raised the, the yeah they they've they've separated themselves from the pack. Correct. I mean, Martin Truex Jr. should have won the first race at the Roval. Remember, Jimmy Johnson got him on the on the last. <laughs> hey, hold on. That was a racing there. deal, but it was a phenomenal race. It was a phenomenal racing deal. And Ryan Blaney said thank you very much and and got the win. So uh, he was kind of the accidental winner well, that day, I guess, if you will. But but I mean, Chase Elliott and Martin Truex Jr. just seem to be kind of a, a notch above everybody else right now on these type courses. They're going to be the two favorites going in. Um, but you got a guy like Kevin Harvick who's dominated the circuit, and Kev, Kevin's going to start first. With the new qualifying procedure, he's going to start first. So um, do you think that those two guys should be the favorite? Should should Harvick you know, and Denny Hamlin be there with them? What I'm going to look at is I'm going to say that, that Harvick, he also has raced here. He's run a sports car here. Uh, 2012-ish, something like that, or somewhere in there. So he's got some experience on this, but he has the Ford power plant right now, which, Motley, there is no denying how strong the Fords are right now. They are... And you think, because of these long straightaways, that this could be more of a horsepower race? There's still going to be horsepower. That's why we're doing the 750 horsepower package, and there is still going to be a big horsepower deal. You use all of turn one and two. You use all of turn three and four. There is still horsepower. So you're still going to need that, and you're also going to need that bottom end. Ford right now is dominating the motor war. Um, So I like Kevin, um, but I do like Brad Keselowski. Brad, everybody forgets that Brad proved himself to be a pretty deep. Remember the famous race with uh, uh, Marcus Ambrose in in the oil slick that was was, uh, Watkins Glen that year. Brad has proved that he can do well, but there's also another factor in this, Motley. Not that I've been watching closely. 60% 60% chance of rain. It's Daytona in August. Well, and you probably would be out there doing the rain dance. I mean, you're right. It's Daytona in August. I mean, it could rain. It could be dry. It could, do, it could be both. I want. Let me tell you something. If this thing rains, uh, you know, and we're going to talk about the odds to win the race here in a minute, but if this thing rains, on the first page, you're not going to see Michael McDowell or my name. But if it rains, my name, Michael McDowell, a couple of us will will – definitely be a much bigger threat than if it doesn't rain. Well, I think that's going to be kind of interesting to see. I mean, we you've rain. raced a few times in the rain. Mm-hmm. We've seen, I think we even saw last weekend, I believe, at Road America, the Xfinity Series had to run a good portion of that in the rain. The Cup Series, to my knowledge, has never run a race in the rain. I so think they've done a, they practice. They've had a practice in the rain. Or so, I, I was reading that but somewhere. I they have actually run a race in the rain. So at Daytona, it's like you said, it's August. It's going to rain. You know it's going to rain at some point during the day. I hope it rains during the race. Um, some fans may be cursing me right now. But if I'm a better and I say, okay, look at this field if it rains. Kurt Busch has done a lot of road racing and started in legend car road racing, which is not, but he knows how to left, right, hit the brakes, run in I the think rain. Kurt, Kurt is probably one of the most underrated road, road racers, racers out he, there. And he's he's won, I think he's won at, Son- he's won at mm-hmm. Sonoma, I know. But if you put him in the rain, he's got he's going to be pretty darn good there. You take Michael McDowell in in the equipment that Michael's in, he's going to be someone to reckon with. Myself will be someone to reckon with. Kyle Busch has run ran the Daytona year when it, it rained, so he's been out there when it rained. Well, and I so think, I think anybody you, with that experience is going to have. And Chase I, Elliott ran with me at Road America in the rain. Well, and I think you really and, and I think we've seen the Xfinity Series run several races in the rain over the last few years. So I think you if you get rain, then you got to start looking at. Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell just come and out John of trucks Hunter Nemechek and, and these guys yes. who, who because we know over the last few years we've seen a number of yes. these road course races in the rain. Uh, Most sport, where uh, I think it was John Hunter had that famous finish 
Um, at, he and Cole Custer Cole decided Custer, yeah. to go all. They they went they went ro- they went kid, Mad Max on it, baby kid or whatever. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome right there. Uh, but they they've had most sport races in the rain. We've had a lot of Mid Ohio, a lot of Road America in the rain. Um, so. Uh, you know, you'll look at some names. Chase Elliott. You know, uh, uh, spoiler alert: he's the favorite to win this race right now. Um, but Chase Elliott will will be pretty good in the rain. Um, so, but I, there will be guys that are trip like we had a couple weeks ago. You'll see some triple digit guys that have a fighting chance. Well, and I think that's what's going to be interesting because obviously you get a guy like. I mean, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, I mean, I don't know when these guys have raced in the rain because they they don't run those Xfinity races. When they've run Xfinity races, they've been companion events with the Cup Series, and Watkins Glen, Sonoma have not had companion events. We have had companion events at, um, we had companion event at the Roval in Charlotte, but we didn't have any rain in Charlotte. So these Mid-Americas, the Moss Sports, the Mid-Ohio's that we've run in the rain, we never had many of these guys that have been in the Cup they, Series for a long they didn't time get there. there. Yeah, Jimmy John. Now, Jimmy Jimmy is was always a way worse road racer than I thought he would be. Because of his off-road experience, I really thought Jimmy would be better. But remember, Jimmy has just been in. Now, it's not the same car. I get it. You can yell at me all you want. But Jimmy Johnson just got out of testing an IndyCar. Jimmy Johnson has been doing a ton of simulation work in that IndyCar on road racing. He's been focusing a lot on road racing. He's in a, I don't want to say desperate spot yet. He's pretty close. But you you, you are always a little more <laughs> aggressive on those type of statements. But he is very close to desperation. If he's not desperation, it is knocking on his front door <laughs> waiting for him to open it. I can but tell you that. Jimmy is a guy that if it does rain and chaos does happen, even though he doesn't have a lot of experience there, he's got so much teaching and so much knowledge stored in there that I think he would be decent in the rain and he's going to be a 40 to one shot to win the race. So, I mean, you know, uh, if it doesn't rain, I don't think Jimmy's going to be much of a factor, but if it does, I think that does bump him up in my book. Well, and I think it's going to be interesting to see that. And because I think you're right. And I think Kyle Busch is another guy who Kyle is a guy that just kind of seems like he could race anything anywhere. Kyle has proven to me to be a racer's racer. Right. I mean, and, and this is say, the kind of place where, he, and, and he, look, he's run well at Sonoma before. He's had some pretty good runs at Watkins Glen as well. And I think he's a guy, you're talking about, he, he's not desperate to the point of Jimmy Johnson. No, I mean, he's, he's pretty good de- to make listen, the playoffs. He's not but, desperate. He but, just hasn't won. But he could use some playoff points. But Kyle Busch, as you, he he ran last year. I think it was this year he ran in the in the Lexus team. He ran the, the 24-hour, where it had the complete deluge that was absolutely spectacular as to how, big the rain was and he drove in that so he does have experience on that course in the rain and you know i think it was something interesting at one of the road courses they thought they might have to use the rain tires but a lot of guys had their windshield wipers on and apparently they were getting some downforce from the now, windshield if, wiper. If, if you put the down if you put the windshield wiper in a certain position it increases an aero advantage and so they uh yeah that was kind of funny that they Look, we're going to try to find any advantage. Well, we can well get, that's Jeff. what I was going to say. Are you so, guys just going to go ahead and put the windshield wipers on if you even know that there's rain in the you're forecast? Supposed to. You're supposed to now. If you look at, you you have an option. Now, I won Road America in the rain without a wiper. Well, I guess you didn't really need it. Oh, you needed it. Well, and then you get the mist off the cars anyway. Well, I'm excited to start talking about the odds to to win this thing. We're going to get into that here in just a moment. So when we come back on Gone Racing.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare welcome back to our weekly nascar show live from the sports book at the south point hotel and casino in las vegas now, back to Gone Racing. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone, who's going to be racing this weekend at the Daytona Roval. I said that just to make you mad to call it the, the Daytona Road come Course. Here, come here. <laughs> Brendan, hates, mm. Brendan hates the word Roval, so we're just going to... It's the Daytona International Speedway, famous road course since 1957. Or maybe 59. Whatever. Whatever. See, come on, get your facts right. Yeah, plus or minus two years, folks. Come on. I just Off the top like, of my head. I just like to antagonize you. All right. Odds to win the race this week. Um, we talked a little bit earlier in the previous segment that Chase Elliott, Martin Tricks Jr., going to be the favorites. They're both uh, coming in at plus 400. Then it's Kyle Bush at plus 650. Then it's the guy who's been dominating uh, everybody. The two uh, guys. Kevin Harvick at plus 700. Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, both at plus 800. And then we're into double digits. Brad Keselowski, a guy you I mentioned like earlier, you like him at 14 to 1. Joey Logano at 16 to 1. Clint Boyer, a guy that used to hate road course racing. Underrated. Actually, he's been a pretty decent road course yes. racer. He and Kurt Busch, who I also think is underrated, but Kurt has a win at Sonoma uh, coming in at 20 to 1. And then the numbers get bigger. Matt Bowman, Alex Bowman, excuse me, Matt DiBenedetto and Eric Jones, all at 33 to 1. Then William Byron, Jimmy Johnson, both at 40. Eric Almarola at 50. Uh, so on and so forth, and uh, and I look down, and I see you are two hundred and fifty to one. You get and, to the second page, of but, course. But you're on the second page, but your odds are as good as Austin Dillon or Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and you got better odds than Bubba Wallace, Daniel Suarez, John Hunter Nemechek, Ty Dillon, Ryan Priest, Corey LaJoy, guys that are out there every single week. When was the last time you ran a road course in a stock car? Uh, 2017. 2017, so three years ago. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool that you're, well, I mean, you're look, ahead of some of those the, guys. The good news is, for me, it's a, it's a brand-new Chevrolet. I mean, Richard built me a brand-new car that the Beards le- we've rented leased for this race. So it's a hell of a race car. I like Michael McDowell with that 100-to-1 number. Like I said, if it rains, that number would be much slimmer, um, and my number would be the same. My hardest problem is, and this is my, my, my biggest problem for me, is that coming from 40th is going to be a battle. It's going to be a very big uphill battle. But... 
I like the 40 to one, or I, I like the 250 because I've got a good a shot. I got a, a race car. I don't have to play in the back. Um, I do look at some of these numbers and I, I jump out at Tyler Reddick, who wasn't bad in the truck series at road courses. Um, you said Christopher Bell, who wasn't bad on the road courses. Um, and I think the playing field is really leveled. The fact that no one has run on this track. It, it, it well, not in a stock car. Yes, some of no, sports. It is, it like is. You won in a sports car there. Yes. That won in 2011. I, I think Kyle Busch was on a winning team in a sports car there. Mm, I don't think they won. Didn't win. I think they won, but uh, I'm sure some of these guys have won in a sports car there. I think I'm the only one that's got a, only a watch. You're the only one with a win. I think. I don't wow. know. But there's only 10 guys have, in the field. I did have Andy Lally. Though. I know there's only 10 guys in the field who have actually raced here in a sports car, and you're one of them. But it's, it, you know, look at these numbers. Chase Elliott, I, I, I agree that Chase Elliott should be a plus 400. And what Martin Truex Jr. has done lately makes me say plus 400 is, is the right number for him. Um, you know, I think that Eric Almirola, how highly we talk about him most weeks, Eric has not ever shown me that he's a really good road course racer. So I, I, I think that... I'm I'm fading on that one right now, but a Cole Custer. There's some there's some big numbers here, guys. That the chalk may not rise to the top here. So I think we have a chance to bet on some odds to win the race and have a decent, you know, opportunity to make some big money. Well, no, I think there is is an. And by the way, we didn't even mention last week. Right after we finished recording our show, the word came down that Eric Jones was out of his ride yeah, at Joe Gibbs for next year, it. and they actually announced this week that Christopher Bell would replace him, which I don't think was you, really a big surprise. Say, was that? Yeah. Was there a question? Because about obviously that? with Levine Family Racing getting sold, they may not even have the same Toyota relationship. So we kind of – I know we didn't touch on that. And obviously there's going to be some motivation for Eric Jones, but I'm with you. I don't think the road courses are, are necessarily his thing. You know who else is also not a bad road racer that I remember now that I think about it? Chris Boucher. Hmm. Um, Chris, back in the day when he was winning his Xfinity championship and he was running – um, I remember him not being half bad on a road uh, racing against him on the road courses. So, I think Boucher at, at 150 to one also is a, a a fairly nice deep pick. And you know who Daniel Suarez? The problem is don't know what equipment Daniel's going to have. You know they've been struggling with that Gaunt Racing team so bad. But Daniel Suarez was a hell of a road racer out of Mexico. Well, and let me ask you this this question too. I mean, look, you're obviously at a little bit of a disadvantage in terms of pit crew, in terms of how fast you're going to do a pit stop with guys that are doing it every single week all the time. But do you think being on a road course like this, especially if you can pit under green, mm-hmm. that there's a little bit of a leveling of the yes. playing field for the, the and pit look, crews I here? got a bunch of my guys. But it's not just you. No, I'm understood. talking about a lot of these guys. Now. The guys that I have are, are it's Pop Tart and some older guys that that you know been around a long time and and pop tart takes good care of me but uh it is a leveling factor you know you're 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 going to try to pit under green you're going to try to run backwards blah 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 so it will help even though i don't have the big hydar pit crew all right well, when we come back on gone racing we're going to break down the odds to finish in the top three as well as our driver head-to-head matchups Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. He's going to be racing this weekend at the road course at 
Daytona International Uber Speedway. Excited. I mean, he's he's like can't wait to get there. I mean, you probably would. I don't, even though NASCAR won't even let you get there, like Saturday night, you got your dispensation to get there. Early. That's a, that's okay. I'm racing Vegas to Reno Friday first. Yeah, so guys running my dad's mad races and. Why is your dad mad at you? Because I'm racing a 500-mile desert race two days before I race the cup race. Well, you know, it's a shorter cup race, I guess, then. It's only yeah, 235 see. miles or something like that. All right, let's talk about the top three, and then we're going to get into driver head-to-heads. I think top three this week is a great week to take some chances. Because um, I think I there's always the ch- – I mean, look. I, I, and, look, we'll start with the favorites, obviously. Chase Elliott, Martin Trix Jr., both plus 115. Then Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick, 180 and 190. We get into 225 for Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin. Brad Keselowski, plus 350. Joey Logano is at plus 400. Clint Boyer, Kurt Busch at plus 500. And then we've got Alex Bowman, Matt Benedetto, and Eric Jones, plus 800. And then we get into d- double-digit numbers. William Byron, Jimmy Johnson at 10 to 1. Eric Almirola, 12. Christopher Bell, 6. 16, Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick at 20 and Matt Kenseth at 25. Brendan, I I just think this is the kind of race where I think you are. I think one of those rookies, I think one of those rookies could very easily get a top three. And I say that just because of the lack of experience that everybody has on this yes. course. And the, and the road courses that guys like Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Chase Elliott have chases a little bit longer, but Cole, Tyler, Chris have all been cutting their teeth the last couple of years in the Xfinity Series, the Truck Series, and they run some mean, mean road courses. William Byron as well. <clears throat> well, it's been, yeah, William Byron also. But he didn't never look as good on the road courses when he ran. But Cole, Christopher, and Tyler really looked good when they ran. So I do like them. It's been recent history. Um, they've just run those places. So I, I and, and once again, rain maybe being a factor. They've also, all three of them have raced in the rain. I do think that a 16, 20, and 20, that one of those three guys could pop you that top three um, or multiple of them if you want truth. Is your advice to people that are going to go and bet the race this weekend to maybe even wait until you see what the weather looks like on Sunday before you make your bet? Look, if you if you have an app and you're sitting in Vegas, of course, you know where you can bet on an app, or if you're sitting in a There's state several that, states now, that, has, yeah. that have mobile sports apps, um, your best bet is to, is to watch the weather radar and bet Sunday as late as possible. We don't have the practice to go off of, the qualifying to go off of. We don't have all those things. Well, we do have the qualifying now. Well, I mean, we got a qual- we've got a lineup. No, you, got you don't have a qualifying. Right. You know, for that said it here, but what you do have is you have wait to wait to watch that weather radar. Wait to see how you know law, what it's going to look like. I still like Chris Cole and Tyler, regardless. But if it rains. Chris Cole, Tyler, and then add the second page. Add Michael McDowell, Chris Boucher, myself, and you you can you you have a myriad of opportunities. Well, and, and starting with William Byron and Jimmy Johnson being at ten to one, and really going all the way down to beyond you at fifty to one, but Bubba sixty to one, and Suarez seventy to one. Anybody else you see in the double digits other than those those rookies that we talked about? Which I'm amazed John Hunter Nemechek as a rookie is a hundred to one. By the way, yeah. I, so but my John Hunter, you know, he won most sport in in a, a hell of a battle. He's run a couple of those in the rain. I do like John Hunter. Honestly, he uh, he shouldn't be a hundred to one. Let's just say that. I think that is v- uh, vastly overpriced. I'm not saying I think he's going to sneak into the top three. But I'm saying that's vastly overpriced on John Hunter. If you can find a a, a website that has top ten. I think John Hunter would be a great top 10 pick. And, you know, I'm kind of going back to the first year that they ran the Roval at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Martin Truex Jr. was the dominant car that day, but Jimmy Johnson was really, really good. Jimmy day. was good. And I mean, look, you, t- you talked about the to start one. when he when he <laughs> knocked Barton out of the way. Right, but he was right there. He yeah. was right there with a chance to win. So he's ten to one. Um, man, I just think Jimmy. I think Jimmy's got a chance to get in there in top three. I'm not sure I'm ready to pick him, but I think he's got a real chance. I, I mean, like I said, it's he was he never really showed a lot of chops on road racing like I really expected him to. But lately, he's done better, and and watching him at that Roval last uh, two years ago was pretty darn impressive. I mean, he was uh, he was on a mission to try to to get that win to advance, um, and he he made a mistake, and and it cost him and Martin, but it cost him worse because he didn't make the next round. Yeah, uh, I I don't dislike Jimmy at ten to one. I really don't. I, I'm still focusing on Chris Cole and Tyler. I like those three. I'm not high on the Matt Kenseth again. Um, I'm really high on Michael McDowell, 25 to one. I do really like that pick. Michael is a hell of a road racer. Well, I think he's got, and he's probably got, you know, I think he's got to be looking at this as an opportunity. Yes. I think oh, a lot of guys absolutely. are looking at this weekend as a huge opportunity. You wouldn't be there if you didn't see it as an opportunity. Right? I wouldn't have added it. Exactly. All right. Now let's talk about some of the driver head heads. And if you picked up a sheet and saw driver head to head <laughs> matchups and you didn't realize this was the road course at Daytona, you would think that somebody had been nipping bizarre, at the bottle a too much world right now. who was setting things. So, I mean, just right off the bat, I mean, we got a plus 140 on Kevin, Kevin Harvick, Harvick against Chase Elliott. Any other week we talk about Kevin Harvick having a plus 140 head to head, you're going to go, uh, uh, no, that's in, a typo. That's fact, a typo. Brendan, we've got Kevin Harvick plus 140 twice against Martin Tricks Jr. and Chase Elliott. And we've got Denny Hamlin plus Plus 140 twice against Martin Tricks Jr. and Chase Um, Elliott. You know, that's actually really amusing looking at some of that. I like... Brad Keselowski plus one thirty versus Ryan Blaney minus one fifty. I, I, I do too. And Ryan it, won the Roval. Yes, I get it. The accidental winner, as I said. But he was still third, coming to it. I mean, that, that's what when every time you say accidental winner, I go yeah. But he, he was, was so far back in. But third. he was still he was third. still third. You're right. But Brad Keselowski and his racing chops, uh, his his road racing chops from uh, I do feel that they'll be. Uh, some leeway towards Brad K over Ryan Blaney. Now, Brad K plus 130 to minus 150 Kyle Busch. I'm, I'm not as quite as high on, but Brad K versus Blaney, I am. Well, and didn't Brad, though, have a good run going at the Roval either the first year or the second year, and he crashed on a restart going into the Yeah, no, one? he had the lead. He was in first. And he just, like, hit he the just went straight into straight the barricade, into the, yeah. which Chase Elliott did it last year and still won the race. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, he yes. did. He went no. straight into and, the and barricade. People, and people that w- keep wanting to say that about turn one at the Daytona Roval, we don't have a wall there. It's a 40-acre field. It's all yeah. the way to so turn be one. out in the grass. So you ain't going to have that happen. All right, some other numbers are uh, Joey Logano getting big numbers, 130 against Ryan Blaney and also against Kyle Busch. Um, and then Eric Jones, one plus 120 against Alex. That's, Alex that, I think that's just the fun one they threw in the in the bottom corner. Yeah, because I think some of these minus 110s are all the same. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, Jimmy Matt Benedetto, that, that's a decent head-to-head. You know, Matt's in the best equipment he's ever been in. Lots of knowledge over there at Penske on road racing, especially this course. So I think that might help Matt, the access to the simulators. But Jimmy is still good, but you don't know. Byron Bowman isn't very exciting to me. Eric Jones, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know. I, well, I've been doing if, research if on that. If you're advising a better, Kevin which Harvick, are. which we are, <laughs> Kevin Harvick and, and Denny Hamlin, I mean, they've been so hot this year, and you got a plus And you got a plus 140. I mean, do you not say, well, how do I not take a chance on that? God, that's really tough not to hit that. I mean, it's it's pretty funny. But I mean, those are, those are just huge numbers. Those are big. That's a head-to-head plus one. He's getting the same for top three. No, exactly. 
All right, when we come back on Gone Racing, we'll start breaking down our group matchups, our favorites. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare welcome back to our weekly nascar show live from the sportsbook at the south point hotel and casino in las vegas now, back to Gone Racing. Just a reminder, if you miss anything from today's show, you can download the Gone Racing podcast today. Not only is it free, but you can download and listen to the show before it airs right here on VEASAN. The new Gone Racing podcast is available via Apple, Google, iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, and at VEASAN.com slash podcasts. Brendan, we are multi, we are multimedia guys I just, now. I just noticed you had. Well, it's because see, I'm the uh, I'm the opposite. Most people have to put their glasses on, on to read. read. Have to I have to take my glasses off. Didn't mean to call you out on that. I have to take them off to read. Yes. Now, if they're putting a screen up, then I have to put the glasses back on the screen. So it's it's weird. I, okay. What does that that means? I'm nearsighted. Yes, that means I can see near and I can't see far. Okay. So there you go. You don't wear any glasses at all. I'm starting, although, thankfully, Karina, if you look, she made like our things are big now. Well, yeah. Back when, you know. When she's mad at us, they make oh. them like that big where I'm, I'm sitting here doing the whole. Oh, yeah. We needed a magnifying glass one week. Yeah. Okay, Brendan. It's time to talk about our group matchups. Love them. We love them. This start. week, is this week I think, is amusing, what some of the numbers I'm seeing right off the start. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, in, in, uh, we got huge numbers on Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick in Group A. I mean, Chase Elliott, Martin Dirks <laughs> Jr., we've talked about them all day. They were the, the favorites, favorites to win the race. the race. They're the co-favorites for top three. They're going to be the favorites in everything. They're both at plus 210. Big numbers on Harvick and Hamlin, though, plus 350 and plus 355. Uh, now, the, the, the two guys that have won 10, combined of 10, 11 races this year. Are plus three fifty in a group and three fifty five in a group, and I will 
bet you we do not see that again uh, the rest of the year. Well, no, we'll see that maybe at the Roval at Charlotte, unless yeah, one of unless them, one of them does, unless one of them well, does here, well here. Change. So one of them will still be plus three hundred at the Roval. The other one won't. Well, unless it's first and second, and they just show that they've dominated. I'm going to predict again. that's not going to happen this week, uh, even uh, though they are starting up front. So. I still predict it's not going to happen. I'm with you. Do it, but do you like taking a? I mean, no, I I, I would stick with the Chase Elliott in that group. Um, Oh, with all the advantages I've talked about through the show, uh, his, even if it rains, even if uh, he's run those Road Americas and Mid-Ohio's much more recently than anybody else in that group, and I would stick with Chase Elliott. Now, group B, Ryan Blaney and Kyle Busch are the co-favorites at plus 210, and then a big gap, very similar to what we see in Group A, Brad Keselowski at plus 350, Joey Logano plus 355. Now, I, I'm, I think, number one, I think those odds on Brad Keselowski are, are very enticing for yes. better. I also think that Kyle Busch should be the favorite in that group, and I don't know that he should be a co-favorite with Ryan Blaney. I really think this is a week <clears> where I think Kyle Busch has a great opportunity to actually get a win this week. So do I, and and you look at Ryan Blaney. They're basing a lot of that off of he's run decent at some of these places lately. He got the win at the we we discussed. He won the Roval two years ago. And I think if he hadn't won the Roval two um, years ago, I don't know if we would see him. He's you know as, as I just he's he's been decent, but I don't know if he's been you know plus two ten to plus three fifty decent over Brad Keselowski. And I would agree with you there. All right, now looking into Group C, you know Clint Boyer has shown that he's. A better road course Clint, racer Clint than he chops. used to be. Uh, he but actually, he's right there with Kurt Busch. He is. He and, and I think Kurt Busch, to me, should be the clear favorite in that group. Um, Clint's really, pretty good lately. Uh, Clint has been pretty good. But I think Kurt, to me, is probably a little better one there. But Jimmy Johnson's getting a plus 375. Now, Matt DiBenedetto, I can see. I mean, road racing hasn't really been his thing. But he obviously Never has been on better, a race team. With, he's also yeah. in better equipment now. Jimmy Johnson, plus 375. I mean, that's kind of an enticing number. It is an enticing number. I mean, it goes against the you know the Matt DiBenedetto that of course gone racing. He is a perennial favorite when we talk about betting money. I mean, I don't think anybody's cashed more tickets in the last two seasons than a Matt DiBenedetto um, when it comes to things that we could bet on him for. So I, I but Jimmy at plus three seventy five. Um, I, I I it's difficult for me not to like that one. That's a it's a large number for a group, very large number for a group. And Jimmy, I think, is is amped and ready to go. Yeah, I like him there. Now, looking at Group D, now we're finally getting into some much little closer quarters here, if you will. Alex Bowman, William Byron are the favorites at plus 235. Then Eric Jones at plus 305. And Eric Almarola, who you mentioned he had his streak of top 10 snapped at Michigan last weekend, plus 310. I, I'm telling you, I don't look at anybody in that group and say, man, that guy's good on a road course. Now, and I look at that group and I struggle to find, I mean, like you said, maybe William Byron, um, you know, a champion winner, a, a, a Xfinity champion recently. Um, Eric Jones also was, but I just, nothing in that group screams at me, hey, let, let's let's jump on any of this. Um, Eric Almirola at plus 310 seems to be the right place from what I've ascertained looking at stats. I just that there's nothing that entices me in that. I, I was better. Just, there's nothing that I'd entices a, me. To I would put a big X across there's Group nothing D, and I wouldn't even touch it. I they're, agree. They're going to be 13th through 17th, and they're all going to be battling for that position. I, I totally agree. Now, Group E. Now, here's where it gets a little bit interesting oh, yes. to me. Our favorite is Christopher Bell at plus 245, 
And we've talked about the rookies and their recent experience on road courses. We even talked about the possibility of rain, which then comes in Michael McDowell in here, who's now plus 265. In fact, he probably, because of the order we have them in, Michael McDowell was probably a longer shot. And there's obviously some money that's been put on Michael McDowell because he's plus 265. And then Ryan Newman plus 275. And a guy you mentioned who um, is a decent road racer is Chris Busher at plus 305. You know, uh, you mentioned waiting until you hear about weather to make a bet. I'm going to put an asterisk next to that statement. Unless you see Michael McDowell, who's already going down, I like Michael McDowell. 265 in that group. Um, he's already been bet down and put Ryan Newman behind him. Uh, I, I would not wait a second longer. I would jump on on a Michael McDowell in that group. I re- it just Michael McDowell is a road racer. I mean, period. He it's what what he knows how to do. So. I like Michael McDowell. Bet him now, even before you find out rain, because it's only going to go down. He's not going to come back up. Well, now we're going to look at our final group, our Group F, our Ron Flatter group. No Chris Boucher. He moved no back Chris to Group Boucher B. in it because he's in Group B. Um, Cole Custer, the favorite, one of the rookies we talked about, plus 235. The other rookie, Tyler Reddick, coming in at plus 260. And then Daniel Suarez and Ricky Stenhouse Jr., both at plus 290. Uh, I think, it's in, in my mind, unless they do something like crash out or something, Custer or Reddick are going to win that group. Well, you know, uh, Custer is definitely the favorite because of Ford to me, how well the, the Stuart Haas Fords have been running. But Daniel Suarez is a great road racer. I mean, the Mexico series is mostly road races, and that's where Daniel came from. So he does have a ton of road racing experience, but those Stuart Haas Fords are just so well prepared right now that even his road racing prowess, I struggle to say he's going to be able to overtake uh, that 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 power that is, and, and I think that's where the problem's going to come for Suarez. I think he'll be good in the turns, but I think he'll be bad on the straightaways. And I just think that yeah. I think that'll come back to haunt him. All right, we get to the point in the show where we get to talk a little bit about how we did last week. How did we, how did we uh, last none week? of us did very well, although I did better than you guys, and you got one right. Uh, Karina, our producer, I know it's the pit crew, but I think she's picking most of them herself. Uh, she had a rough week. If she, she isn't, we're going to blame her two, anyway. Two weeks in a row, I think she got all five it, of them Is it row. three in a row? It, it's, it's good that she bets looking other at Karina, sports. She, and she's, I think she's raising an eyebrow. I know she doesn't she, want to get shown. She but. bets other sports instead of uh, just NASCAR. I think that's how she pays her bills is with other sports, not her, eh, not probably. her prowess in betting NASCAR. She does work so. on VEASAN. I mean, it is we, we do talk about sports all day. That You're right, and she's got her ear to the ground. So because... The pit crew finished last. They, go their picks first. go there first. Go. So I will read the pit crew picks for this week. Uh, they're taking Kyle Busch to win for like the fourth week in a row. Plus, I, I think she's sticking with. She stick. I will give her this. She's a stick and stay. Yes, and I think this is a good week maybe to, to stick with to pick Kyle Busch. Uh, she's got his brother Kurt at a plus five hundred for a top three, and then she went into the groups for the rest of the picks. She's taking Matt De Benedetto okay. in Group C at a plus three seventy five. Eric Almarola. At plus three ten, she doesn't like what I'm D. talking about. Eric Almarola, apparently. And then in Group E, she's going with Tyler Reddick at plus two sixty. Um, and and I'm going to just say now that that I hope she does well because I might have a couple of the same picks that she does this week. So, um, but you get to go next. I'm going to go uh, head to head with her uh, quite a few of those. So, all right. So as we all know, um, I will make my disclaimer, Jeff, that you know I normally make jokingly sometimes, but this week more than others. Uh, remember NASCAR. Steve Phelps, Mr. O'Donnell, Mr. Elton. This is for entertainment purposes only for me. Well, the good thing <laughs> is you can only really pick yourself twice because you're not in any. I'm not in any groups or anything else. So I am picking myself to win the race because I'm in the race. I'm going to tell you I'm going to pick myself to win. We got a good race car. I also am going to pick myself in the top three because if I win, I'm in the top three also. So 
I like both of those. Then I'm going to go into the head-to-head matchups. I've got I I, I like Brad Keselowski at plus one thirty versus Ryan Blaney. Um, I, I just I, I just I've, I've talked about it. I think that Brad. Um, what I've seen him do in very low grip conditions, uh, the amount it's Penske versus Penske. So they're going to have the same engineering, you know, and same knowledge coming from there. But I like Brad Keselowski with that. Then I'm going to go head to head in group C with Karina and the pit crew. I'm going to go on Jimmy Johnson. I'm taking the old guy and going plus three seventy five to win group C. And I'm going to take my own advice. I am jumping on Michael McDowell now at plus two sixty five before he goes down any further. Okay, well then, it, yeah, we're buddies, right? Some so it's, it's not gonna. You didn't hurt. tell me this was a crapshoot for a change, and that you know you don't respect what I do when I show up. <laughs> I don't ever say that I don't respect what you do. When you... I think it sounds like that. Okay, well it's not. But anyway, <laughs> so you're not. Your feelings are not going to be hurt when I don't pick you this week. I, my feelings will not be hurt. Okay, all right. I think I you're going to lose money, but. Oh, okay. And 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 look, I'm going to be rooting for you. Not my picks this week. I will be doing that. That, I promise you. Okay, I'm actually going to take two top threes. I'm going to go with Martin Truex Jr., plus 115 in the top three, because I, I really think he's almost a shoe in there. And I'm going to go Kurt Busch with a top three okay. at plus 500. I like Kurt there, um, so I'm kind of going with the pit crew on that one. I'm agreeing with you on Brad Keselowski against Ryan Blaney. So I'm going to go Brad Keselowski plus 130 against Ryan Blaney straight up. And then my other two picks are going to be in the groups. Um, I'm going Kyle Bush to win Group B. I really like him there in Group B. And then my last pick, I'm going to go all the way down to Group F, and I do uh, agree with the pit crew on this one. I'm going to go with Reddick. Tyler Reddick right. at a plus 260 over right. in Group F. So, right. so Brendan, we got about 40 seconds left. Um, you take the floor for the next 30 seconds and tell us what, what you're expecting <laughs> and what's, what do you think is going to happen at Daytona. Look, I, I, I even got an off-road race before I get there, so I'm, I'm still in desert mode the right Vegas now. The Vegas Torino off-road Vegas Torino race. Right. Uh, I don't race America normally, but when I do, I do the biggest one. Um, so we're going to Vegas Torino. We had a really crappy qualifying last night. Ooh, it was bad. But uh, uh, we're going to race well. We're going to go for the win, jump on a plane, head to Daytona, and see if I can't uh, win a couple of my bets and make everybody around here feel good for a weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Well, I know we're all going to be rooting for you. Thanks, buddy. Next week on Gone Racing, we'll break down the road course at Daytona, start talking about the doubleheader at Dover. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.